people, even so many friends of mine that are struggling with trying to make it big or like, you know, wanting to become something of themselves. But what I realized is that where like I, if I ever find myself comparing myself to someone else, I'm like, wait a minute, I need to stop. I need to realize that I'm on my own path. And what I tell my friends, if they ever feel down or stuck, like I do, I'm sure everybody else does, but I tell them, you know, create your own path, you know, don't compare yourself to others. That's just not going to do you and your mental health. So what I say to myself is that I'm on my own path. I am my own person. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chat with model and actress Kayla. We discuss everything of the modeling industry, inclusivity, her experience being in three-time Oscar-winning film Coda, the Boston fashion and acting industry, the importance of adequacy, and so much more. So let's get the memo. Can you just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and just really how you ended up in the modeling industry? So my name is Kayla Caulfield. I am a Boston-based model and actress. Um, I've been modeling since I was 13. Um, I got my very first big break uh, when I did a photo shoot for a New York photographer who was doing a um, like a project on American Girl dolls, which is something that I loved as a kid. Um, she's doing a project on like the dolls, well, the, specifically the Just Like You dolls. Cause she, she was from Poland. And when she moved to New York, she was like, like amazed at how much money we spend on these dolls and so she just did a project on it and I was one of her her models and uh, apparently like fast forward she submitted to a the world press photo of the year competition like the year after did the shoot and it, it the photo of me placed third in the world press photo of the year competition and it got to be on tour around the world um, but the photo that won first place was a little controversial so it didn't make it to the U.S. like the closest was in Canada and so, um, so unfortunately, I couldn't see the picture, but the photographer, like she held a, a gallery of her project the, the year after in New York. And so I got to go to that and got to see it in person, which I thought was really cool. And so, um, and so, yeah, there's that. That was my first big, you know, big break and stuff. But I, I've done like, like um, fashion shows for like, you know, uh, veterans advocacy services, anti-bullying, suicide awareness, but where I'm only like five foot four, like that and Joe's not really my, my thing. Um, so, so I started on modeling and then around my senior year of high school, um, I delved into acting, doing student films and independent films here in Boston, Rhode Island. And then, um, so I just, and then I decided to not go to college and then just went right into the acting. And I got my other first big break in the film Coda, the one the Oscars a couple of years. Um, I had a principal role in that, um, so that that was pretty cool. I got to go to LA, and well, I, well, it, unfortunately, it was during COVID when it um, when it went to the Oscars, and so I couldn't go, oh, that was, which is okay. But um, I was able to to see it, you know, win like, like in one person, like I got to see it and experience it with my mom because I she went with me, and so getting to to see it win. Uh, was really something special, a special experience I'll never forget. Um, and also, I, I, I don't know if I, if I mentioned my, my bio, my Instagram bio, but I have what's called Pandas and Pans. And actually, so when I did the photo shoot with the photographer for the World Press Photo of the Year competition, whatever, you can look it up on Google. When you look up the uh, World Press Photo of the Year competition 2013, it'll be the photo of me. And I was blonde at the time. 
um, it's in my, it was in my house that I grew up in. It was like a big Victorian style house. And I was sitting in front of a photo of my, um, my ancestors from Portugal. But around that time I became very sick with pandas. I just completely changed overnight. Like I had like facial tics, hand and like, uh, hand tics and behavioral issues. So it was that photo. Like you can see like me just completely changed into a different person. Um, and so the advocacy stuff is what, is what I've become most passionate about in recent years. Um, so I'm, I'm an advocate these days too, uh, keeping myself busy, but I also do children's entertaining, um, like princess parties for kids, birthday parties. And so, so yeah, I'm a very busy person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. You are. Yeah. I love that. I love how multifaceted you are. I love that you're doing modeling. I love you're doing acting. I love that you're an advocate. I love that you just, you kind of just do a little bit of everything. And um, that's so cool that you've been able to do that and really balance out your career that way. Yeah. 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 And the advocacy stuff, like I, like I became sick when I was 13. I went to the hospital and all that stuff. And, you know, I didn't, like, I knew I was sick back then, but I just didn't, didn't know how to like express it or like I didn't really I wasn't really open with it and like in the past but now that I'm getting older finding my voice like I got I got to go to DC last year and I'm, and I'm going again later on this year which I'm really excited but I became like like a speaker for um you know children and families because it's such a rare disease that so many doctors don't know I think it's a lot more there's a lot more awareness to it now than it was when I was sick um, and so I just became passionate about that. And so I, I make it a, a, um, a goal to share my story, to help others and to let them know that getting help is possible, even though it was, it was hard for me and I'm sure it's hard for many others, but it's just, I'm, I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can feel that with, within your voice mm -hmm. right now, as you're speaking about it. Um, you know, it's so true. Yeah. I love, um, advocacy in general. I'm an advocate myself. I advocate for, um, the mental health community and it's so important you know advocacy is so important um, oh for sure yeah oh yeah totally yeah and even yeah and even when like like pandas is more like uh like behavioral cognitive uh it affects the brain and it can just happen at any time it can happen to kids and and even like young adults and so it was for sure yeah. scary for me and my mom like it just changed to a completely different person overnight and so it was, it's 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 scary um but yeah for sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to speak to you on um, your role in CODA too, because I, I actually, I've seen the movie. If anybody hasn't seen the movie CODA, go see it. It's incredible. <laughs> um, <laughs> incredible. I think it's, I think it's on Apple TV, right? Yeah, it's on Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. So like it won, yeah, so it won an Oscar, but like, like we always joke that it's the movie that won that nobody saw because it, it was on Apple TV and obviously not everybody has Apple TV, right. but um, <laughs> right. yeah, so but I mean, it won, so there's that. It's got something out of it. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So I yeah. auditioned uh, for a couple other roles before I got the singing role. I auditioned for The Friend. I auditioned for uh, this is before COVID, so I was in person. Um, auditioned for The Friend, and there's a cashier role that didn't make the cut. But then uh, Boston Casting sent out a uh, like a notice, like for anyone who has any choir experience or, or singing experience and I've been singing since I was six years old um, and I don't know if I mentioned but uh, I'm on the autism spectrum I have a learning disability and when I was little I had a very hard time uh, speaking and so my mom signed me up for uh, singing lessons to help kind of help me find my voice and so I went in and sang an Adele song 
And soon after that, I got a call back. Um, and then the rest is history. I got to be one of the principal's uh, school choir singers. And I got to be with a couple other background actors that I know. But also they recruited some kids from uh, Berkeley College of Music here in Boston, which I thought was really cool. But um, well, that's awesome. But, yeah. So and I got to meet uh, the main, the lead actress, Amelia Jones. She, she was such a sweetheart. And uh, Marley Matlin, of course. <laughs> Who could forget Marley Matlin? Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I love her. Yes, but it was just so, yeah, so it was, it just went from Sundance and it was bought by Apple and then it uh, won so many awards. And then of course the Oscars was incredible. Like it just never met in my wildest dreams that it would win an Oscar. Like for such a small film, I mean, yeah, Marley Matlin was in it, but for such a small, like independent film, um, had so many trials and tribulations and it just came out on top. It it really had that snowball effect like even like during COVID it was kind of hard for people to be able to see it in theaters because it was very limited um but given that it was on Apple TV so they were very limited on like you know showing it to different theaters but um but yeah it's 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 a it's definitely a a big deal (laughs) (laughs) oh no that's a huge accomplishment when you first started as an actress um did you ever think that you would ever be able to you know be a part of such a successful film like that no, I I never thought of it because I like I said like I I started out in background and doing standing work and um, like obviously Coda was my, my very first principal role but I was I was like I was always so used to being a background that like being a principal actor like it was I don't know it was, it was like different but it felt really cool to be like you know considered like you know bigger than the I don't know bigger than the rest I don't know how to say it just kind of like a different <laughs> role I don't know <laughs> but. Yeah, it's very exciting, but um, but I just never thought that it would just become so successful the way it did. Um, because I've done so many films that didn't didn't quite make it or like you know didn't do so well. But um, but you know every film that I've done, whether it be background or standing or even principal, is it's always fun because I, I I love being on set, being with my friends, and and uh, even in Boston, like where all the work has been coming here in the past few years. Uh, it's great to you know be able to work and you know be creative and work some movie magic because it's it's very cool that all these films are doing so well, especially ones that are made in Massachusetts. Like there's a couple of films that are filmed in Boston that have uh, for Oscars, like The Holdovers and American Fiction. Um, so that's that's pretty cool that a couple of uh, Boston's getting some attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. And I did want to ask too, um, you know, with your modeling career and your acting career. So acting and modeling are both very different. So mm-hmm. how have you been able to balance both the modeling scene and the acting scene as a talent? Uh, so I I dabble in the modeling, but I just do like most of like print work. Like it's not like modeling is not really like what I'm passionate about anymore because like I said, I'm only five foot four. So obviously yeah, it's not really my it's not really my, my calling anyway I mean I'll dabble yeah. in it here and there but it's it, where I'm bit, mostly busy with the acting and other stuff it's just not what I what I do so much anymore like I did in the past um like I, I've done like fashion shows like I've said and some cool print work and things like that I even got to do New York Fashion Week a few times and went to New to London Fashion Week. really cool one year um but I feel like I just I you know, I feel like I did my time. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, I, I still dabble in it here and there, but just mostly print yeah, sure. these days. 
Yeah, that's great. That's great. I love that. I love that you've been able to walk and, you know, fashion shows too, and, and really just um, expand your modeling career like that too. I think that's so cool because mm-hmm. I think as models, we all want to be, you know, models. We want to be on catwalks and we want to be in front of yeah, cameras. Yeah. And, well, yeah. you know, and same, same with acting too. I mean, we want to lead, we, you know, we want to land a, a lead role or, or a role mm-hmm. in, a, in a leading film. And that's kind of a, a goal. Um, and, and so I think it's so cool that you've been able to really pivot your career in a successful way. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, do you come from a small town or did you grow up in the city? So I grew up in Melrose, which is like 15 minutes north of Boston. I okay. So I lived there, lived there until I was 25, and I just recently moved to to Waltham. Um, so I've been living there for a few years, uh, but I'm still here. You know, I, maybe I'll go to New York, but I have no aspirations to move there or move to LA or anything. You know, like I said, like where the work has been coming here, it's like you know, I I, yeah. I don't want to miss the work. You know, it's it's all coming yeah. here. <laughs> no definitely definitely yeah yeah I think it's funny because I think people in Boston they think oh well you know like New York is is a lot you know a lot of people in Boston they'll think oh you know New York is a lot better but for opportunity but no I mean I, Boston yeah, is plenty of opportunity oh yeah yeah especially like, like commercial stuff like a lot of commercials are shot here in Boston too that's what it, that's what it's mostly is oh yeah there's t- plenty of opportunity you know Boston I like to think of it as kind of a mm-hmm. mini New York <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's, it's getting yeah. up there yeah it's getting up there yeah yeah oh it's we're almost getting there <laughs> um yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful city beautiful city mm-hmm. yeah so we are going to move into rapid fire questions are you ready i'm ready <laughs> okay <laughs> here we go right. if you could change anything about the modeling industry or the acting industry you can pick and choose which which one you wanted to say um what would it be and why uh, it would definitely be um, a lot more accepting to, I mean, uh, a lot more accepting to women of all heights. I mean, obviously, I think now it's a lot more diverse, but like, even like in the past, like the very beginning of my career, where she was like a lot more accepting, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for, for me, a lot more, you know, yeah, like, yeah, accepting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, speaking of the height, the height thing. Um, yeah. It's, it's funny because um, there's a lot of, uh, women that I know that, you know, they get very like down on their height, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm only five, four. I, I can never be a runway walker or I can never start a runway or I can never book a fashion show. And, you know, there's a lot of women that have came out and said, Oh, well, I'm only, you know, I'm not, I'm only five, one or I'm only five, you know, whatever, five, four, five, five, you know? And it's funny yeah. because a lot of them, they don't let that really define them. They, they, they do it. They go on they these shows and, you know, I yeah. up in front of mine, she's only like five foot seven and she was walking in New York fashion week. I mean, it's so cool, you know, or she was five foot and I knew another person who was five foot four and they were working, they were walking in Boston fashion week. So it's really cool, you know, cause height, you're so right. I feel like through the years, you know, it's grown more, um, inclusive in a way and more yeah. you know cool that way. And it hasn't yeah. been so, you know, structured, but you're right. I mean, a couple of years ago, it wasn't really like that. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's different it's very different yeah for sure for sure if you could give any advice to an aspiring actor what would be why uh it would be to just be yourself you know don't uh like create your own path like I know so many people even so many friends of mine are struggling with trying to make it big or like you know wanting to become something of themselves but what I realized is that where like I, if I ever find myself comparing myself to someone else I'm like wait a minute I need to stop I need to realize that I'm on my own path and what I tell my friends if they ever feel down or stuck like I do I'm sure everybody else does but I tell them you know create your own path you know don't compare yourself to others that's just not gonna do 
you and your mental health. So what I say to myself is that I'm on my own path. I am my own person. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We cannot compare. <laughs> Comparison yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Individually. Definitely. Yeah. I catch yeah, myself sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to do, especially on social media. I mean, it's especially so now. easy. Oh my God. Yes. To... Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy. Um, and lastly, where do you see your career in like five years? You know, where do you want it to go? What are your dreams? Like, where do you want to see your career? Uh, I would definitely love, I mean, like I said, like I don't have aspirations to move there, but if I get to, I would love to get work in LA or New York, even Canada or like that. But, you know, maybe steps, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. That's so cool. Yeah, I think everything takes time, especially in this industry. Yeah. You know, nothing's gonna really come overnight. And if it will come overnight, that's great, but you can't take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah. Let's just say like baby steps, you know, it takes it takes steps. time, definitely. It doesn't happen overnight. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, I mean there's a lot of good opportunities that can happen very quickly in this industry, and that's great, but it's yeah. so, you know, important to, you know, it just go at a slow pace I love telling people that because it is very quick I, the, you know both businesses the acting industry and the modeling industry I mean everything really the entertainment industry the whole it's so fast-paced and it's mm. so easy to get just suckered into that whirlpool and just lose yourself yeah. in, that, in that environment or in that atmosphere so yeah take it slow baby steps I love that you said that you know baby steps <laughs> and yeah just stay 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 humble and stay grinding yeah stay humble yeah Amen. Definitely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kayla, for joining thank the model. You, yeah. This was so thank exciting so to have you on the show. I, I look up to you so much. And where can people <laughs> find you, you on social media? Yeah. So, so they can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is K A Y underscore Caulfield. They can always find me on Facebook or they can look me up on IMDb. Um, mostly just share my work on Facebook and Instagram. That's really about it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And I will link that all below so people can check you out and check out just everything that you've done. Cause I mean, I feel you're, you're just a powerhouse. You just keep going, you keep dry it. You're very driven. You, you stay motivated. And um, yeah, again, I'm just so excited to have you on the show. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.